Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast with me, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. And of course, with me by my side, as always, the Salary Captain, the March Heron, Aaron Stewart. What's up, my man? How's it going? Oh, man, it's going well. Uh, had to watch the good old Packers get back on track here. So, and, yeah. and just the perfect way to kind of end uh, the second week of, of football. Yeah, kind of uh, the way it started out, you were like, are we going to get another really good primetime game? Because the Lions came out with a little something-something. Uh, but then the second half was much more the norm for both these teams. And and uh, so, yeah, I don't know how much there is to say about it, really. Um, I, Cephas... Quintez Cephas from the Lions was making a little bit of noise. Uh, yeah. He was right behind TJ Hawkinson. That was a noticeable, noticeable point. And of course, uh, uh, Aaron Jones went hammy tonight. That's good to see. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Other than that, uh, Tanyan got a touchdown. Devonta Adams went over 100 yards, but the Packers did their shit as they tend to do. And uh Lions made it interesting for at least a half, <laughs> but yeah. uh, TJ Hogginson continues to do his thing. So it's, it's good to see, uh, you know, another reliable tight end, but uh, go ahead. Yeah. And, and we'll start with Hawkinson here because in doing my Monday night football preview article, one of the stats that, that stood out to me from week one was that he actually led tight ends in slot snaps. He, he had 39 mm-hmm. slot snaps against the 49ers. I can't wait for uh, the people at Roto Underworld, the player profiler that that track the track these stats for the games to tell us how many slot snaps he had in week two. Because the comparison I made is is uh, one of my takeaways was Jared Goff's got his Cooper Cup, and it's T.J. Hawkinson, which is it's excellent news for Hawkinson. Like this mm. is if there's gonna be a guy that could possibly sneak into the top three like i mean kelsey and waller are pretty firm in, in their place there kittle it, talent wise this should absolutely be in that conversation but the 49ers are kind of in a weird spot with drop low they don't really pass a lot you can make a case that hawkinson surpasses kittle this year becomes tight end number three in fantasy could be could be man uh because he's definitely he's <laughs> He's off to a hell of a start. So, oh, yeah. and uh, man, fucking Aaron Jones tore it up tonight. It, yeah, I don't know what, what else really is, there is to say. That was kind of really the first disappointing primetime game of the season. And <laughs> and like I said, even the first half was at least competitive enough to where you're like, okay, maybe this is a game. And then again, second half, a little bit different of a story. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, yeah. we are finally through week two. Finally through week two. And one of the, one other quick thing I want to add with the Aaron Jones game, a massive game, four total touchdowns, and what was that, 115 yards from scrimmage. You go back to week two in 2020, and Aaron Jones played the Detroit Lions. And in that game, he scored three touchdowns and had a, an astounding 236 yards of, from scrimmage on that. So 
in week two, the past two seasons, seven touchdowns against the Lions, and his other five career games against the Lions is combined for zero touchdowns. So, wow. It's <laughs> right. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. Well, that's Monday night. That's the end of week two. Um, let's go ahead and do a little Thursday night preview. We could talk a little waiver wire. Uh, before we do that, I guess I'll hop through um, – Injuries, what we know so far real quick. We know Tua's kind of a day-to-day. There's looks like there's a chance he might play. We'll see with the rib injury he has. Um, but Tyrod, Carson Wentz, uh, it sounds like Carson Wentz, both his ankles are hurt. Like, it sounds like both these dudes are going to be missing some time. And then we'll, <clears throat> we'll see with Andy Dalton. And uh, San Francisco sounds like they're – uh, looking at some running backs, uh, a couple of note, well, one of note in my opinion, but they, they did look into Lamar Miller. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, excuse me. And, and Duke Johnson. And I, I'm a little bit interested in, in the Duke Johnson, if he, if they were to go that route of signing him. Um, but it does sound like Jermichael Hasty is going to be out for a while. Eliza Mitchell, eh, kind of day-to-day. Trey Sermon in the concussion protocol. Uh, they have Trenton Cannon on the roster. That's it. So they need somebody. It sounds like they're looking at some free agents. Um, other than that, not a lot on the wide receiver. Jarvis Landry, he's, it looks like he is week to week. Um, but, yeah, so there's that's what I got with some 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 of the injury news right now. Certainly. Yeah, I think you got all the all the major, major injuries there. And some of these, I think some players avoided some worst case scenarios. They'll have some missed games, but especially like the Travis Landry one, I was going, oh, no, not not Landry. Come on. I really want the Browns to to be good. I was sprained MCL going to miss time, Mm. but it could have been a lot worse. Oh, for sure. For sure. So not too bad there. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into waiver wire because I would say uh, let's let's talk a little of that and then we'll end with the Thursday night preview. I don't know what you got. You know me. I struggle, as I said last week, with the whole waiver wire part because and I'm going to try and get better. (laughs) But it's hard for me to try and think of where's that cutoff line because I just play in such deep leagues. But I do know in some leagues. Duke Johnson's got to be out there and he's worth taking a flyer on just in case he's picked up by Sam Fran and used because I always try particularly in dynasty leagues, but you can even pull this off in in redraft leagues if you want to try it. But with me, I always have two, maybe three spots at the end of my bench specifically for just cycling in and out those lottery ticket flyer type guys, you know, um, and, and so this would be a situation where, hey, I'm willing to add Duke Johnson and see what the hell happens for a few weeks. So that would be one. And then the aforementioned uh, Cephas, I, I, I liked how he played tonight. Now he might just be stepping into that Tyrell Williams role since he missed. And, and so maybe he goes back to doing nothing if Tyrell Williams, who knows? But uh, I, d- I did find him interesting. I found him kind of interesting in the offseason. 
but uh, it didn't sound like anything would ever materialize. And hey, look at this week two, making a little bit of noise. So uh, what, what do you got, Aaron, for the waiver wire? Certainly, well, with, with Quintus, Cephas, Cyphus, whatever the, however you pronounce Cephas. his name. Cyphus. <laughs> right, and like looking at, at all these receivers for Detroit, and, and also it's Detroit, none of them are super sexy, but like that means you can get them for cheap. Cephas was the only one that really stood out to me, even with Tyrell Williams. I think you're right. It, he's more of when Tyrell Williams went out, he stepped into that role. Right. And for whatever reason, Goff looks his way. And he also gets good targets, too. Like, it's, right. uh, I want to say week one, like 95 air yards. Like, yeah. those, those air yards, if, if that becomes a trend, that eventually does pay off. Right. Uh, so, he probably a deeper league. Um, I'd say one of the ones that people people always overreact to week one, and they immediately drop some guys they shouldn't. And Sony Michelle is one guy that probably got dropped Ooh, by, yep. by leagues. And lo and behold, Daryl Henderson got hurt. Sean McVay, it, it's weird. Like you, you listen to him, and you don't really think he likes Henderson to begin with. And they always go, yeah, and it's to paraphrase, it's always like, ah, we don't know if he can handle the load. And then second week of the season, of being the feature back, he does get hurt. So even if Henderson doesn't miss miss much time, Sonny Michelle should start to see more and more snaps. And if he does miss time, Sonny Michelle on a Rams team that is clicking right now, there's touchdown upside. So Sonny Michelle is is one one of my favorite targets there. Uh, James White should probably already be picked up, but if mm-hmm. he's still available, go and get him because right now the Patriots, they what was it? They, they're inactive. They they took Ramondre Stevenson, they deactivated him after he fumbled. Damian Harris had a fumble in Week One too, but his role's safe. Yeah. So really, him. it's a two back system. It's Damian Harris is like between the tackles, and James White's going to have his receiving back role, which is perfect in PPR as like a flex play. And I don't know if there's really any receivers. Usually receivers don't they don't excite me too much. Uh, I will say, okay, here, here's a big one. Um, the, definitely for more, more casual leagues, if you're in the leagues that you were describing, and that's a lot of the leagues I'm in, he's not available. But Rondell Moore, Rondell freaking Moore <laughs> like needs his beyond because that role is only going to continue to grow. And even when he doesn't have a 80, 90% snap share, I mean, even if he's slot receiver, seeing 50, 60% snaps, he's going to be fine. Or 50, 60% of the snaps, it's going to be fine. He's so dang explosive. And he can make mm. up for the lack of playing time because he can do so much when he's got the ball in his hands. So Rondell Moore, get him on your team. Like, because everyone else is also in the casual leagues, they're going to see. He scored a touchdown. They're going to be putting in waiver claims. You, you should have added them last week if you had the room to do what you talked about. Like you like to kind of take a flyer on a guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I I tried to get Rondell Moore if it made sense for my team. Whereas like my lineup set and I got a couple of options on my bench for flex and I just went upside. I was scooping up Rondell Moore. 100% agree. And you know what? I'm going to throw one more out there. Keep it in that same uh, game that we were just talking about. And I'm going to go with uh, KJ Osborne. Yeah. 
in that same Vikings Cardinals game. Cause if he managed to not get picked up last week, I mean, five, five out of six catches, 91 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Led the fucking team in receiving yards. So I, I, I mean, this is definitely, I'm not going to lie. It's someone that piqued my interest when, during the off season, but I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> and then lo and behold, the Irv Smith injury opens up this opportunity. And it's, it's just, uh, it's pretty crazy to think that that Vikings offense, we expected regression and all of that. And they, their defense isn't as improved as we thought it would be. And uh, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of shit working against them to where, it, you know, their offense is still putting up. I mean, the first two weeks of the season, Kirk Cousins, Kirk fucking Cousins is supporting three fantasy viable wide receivers. It's insane. It's insane. So KJ Osborne, if he's still out there, because I tried to get him on every roster I could uh, this past week. Um, <clears throat> so if he's still out there, definitely try and get your hands on them. So that would be my last one. Certainly. And you got to follow the trend. I I can understand how people after week one are like, "Eh, they're probably like me. Let's, let's see, let's see a trend. (laughs) Right. You know, and I'll, I'll be conservative, but sometimes I recommended people starting Marquez Valdez Scantling uh, because I really liked the culmination of everything, the air yards, the bad matchup, and he put up a big old goose egg. So that's why I tend to be pretty conservative with these. But right. Osborne definitely proved like two weeks of pretty solid production uh, along with the opportunities. Yep, I agree. Yeah, needs to be rostered. You have anybody else, Mr. Aaron? Yeah, I think that's it. You know, at tight okay. ends, I don't really – touch them at all you know nah. mainly because i don't find myself streaming tight ends this year like i i found that at worst case i was scooping up mark andrews at tight end i didn't yeah. go deep Not i've got a go. i've got a lot of logan thomas who's been okay um a lot of tj hawkinson so that's been good oh, yeah. um but those are some of my most owned tight ends are those two logan thomas tj hawkinson um i got a decent amount of george kill too but <clears throat> so yeah I, I try and get the better of the tight ends um Absolutely. so i'm with you on that so don't do much streaming don't do much of that but nope. that's what we got for you for some waiver wire chatter now we'll go ahead and end the show with a little thursday night preview now this is uh you know as i've mentioned before a couple of the podcasts i listen to there's a couple of different people across them uh their darlings one of their darling, the carolina panthers uh uh you seem to like them a little bit and predicted predicted that they would take down the saints you had them picked in our picks um um contest and so what do you think about this game going up against Houston? Who's going to have more than likely Davis Mills starting at quarterback? Uh, because even if they sign somebody to try and get him in there, I, I don't know what that. Anyway, so it's the the Houston situation continues to get a little messy, even though they've proven to be feisty. But I have a feeling uh, with Tyrod out, the, some of the feistiness 
is going to die. So it's in Houston. What do you think about the game? Carolina Panthers coming to Texas. Oh, man, the Panthers are going to win this one. Now the question becomes, I look at the spread, seven and a half point favorites on the road. And I go, oh, man, that's the assumption is on neutral game, on a neutral site that what they would be 10 points better. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't know about that. So the spread kind of feels like a bit of a trap, but yeah, Carolina is going to go three and oh, and it's going to be weird after Thursday night football, they'll technically be in first place in the NFL. Uh, the over under set at 44 points. I, I'm taking the over uh, on that one. Mainly because Houston, even though they, they, they're not good. They've been able to score points. Now, they are going with Davis Mills. They, they have to. Tyrod Taylor, the, with a hamstring injury, is going to miss weeks. I will say don't be afraid to start Brandon Cooks. That's the only guy you can start in, in Houston is, is to keep him going. Um, because with, with Davis Mills, he's, when he came into the game, that was the only guy he was consistently uh, mm-hmm. featuring there. Now, Carolina, oh, my gosh, McCaffrey could be set to go for, like, 150-plus yards. <laughs> it's it's positive game script for him. But, yeah, give me the Panthers. Oh, I got my my co-host in my room. My dog is barking. So. <laughs> what, you don't oh, yeah. like that, Nick? <laughs> but what about I, you? Well, how do you feel about Panthers-Texans? Um, well, I'm with you. Um Again, they've proven to be feisty, but I'm still looking at poor Tyrod Taylor, man. Like, when he got hurt, he was 10 for 11, 125 yard, yards for and a touchdown. Like, he – I know I stumbled through that, but he was looking good, man. Like, and I, it's, I just feel for him because it seems – this whole thing with the injuries, every time he gets going – that's got to be frustrating as all hell, man. And, and, and I feel it because I feel like I've been there. Maybe, obviously not with football, but just with certain things in life where it's just like every time you get going, there's a blockade right there. And it's just like, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> so I can almost feel his pain. And uh, so it's a shame for him. But <clears throat> that, that just, to me, that's, that's a big blow to Houston. And, and so they're a little... Not the, I mean, Davis Mills, eight for 18 in relief, 102 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He's probably okay. I don't know. I look at this as they're in a lot of trouble. So I definitely think this is a Carolina. I'm not even scared of the temp. If Tyrod was playing, I would say the spread's too much. But I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. Carolina's looked good, man. And Houston, <sighs> I just think that it, that it just keeps getting worse for it. <laughs> so it does. But it, it, hey, Carolina, Darnold's playing well, um, and you know it's it was something that was a big debate in the off season, and he's 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 not you know just going out there and being so stellar that everybody's like, oh my god, Sam Darnold, but he's playing well, and it's like, yeah, you know, better team with some weapons around him and a defense, hey. He's looking not bad. Right. And uh, he's, he does, he is in 
um, with some of the the efficiency metrics and some of that, he is in the top half of quarterbacks in some of those. I mean, when you look at the the first couple of weeks of the season, so I mean, he he really has been playing well the first couple of weeks. Now, of course, competition and this week Houston is going to be another bit of a softball of a team. So what you know, we'll see what uh, Sam Darnold can do against you know the. You know, we'll see what happens when they have to play Tampa Bay. That should right. be an interesting game, you know. So that, that'll that be a good measuring stick game. But, hey, you know, they took out New Orleans, and, and you know, the, they're going to take out Houston. So that'll be an interesting one once they start getting into that. But, yeah, I think uh, Thursday night, no Tide God Taylor. Yeah. Tier. Houston's in trouble, man. So – and Certainly. Panthers, they're going to go three and zero. This is pretty fucking interesting. I, I figured they'd be better, but he, even as someone who thought Sam Darnold would be better, but this is—they've uh, surpassed what I thought they would do, to be honest. So yeah, same. Go Panthers. Same. And, and probably my last thing on the spread. The only reason I don't think they quite cover is they just had the road game in New Orleans. You know, they go back to to practice this week and then travel again. It's some of the things. Oh that, yeah, that's yeah. that is kind of rough. Yeah, just some of the kind of logistics. Fortunately, it's they're not going across the country. It's it is still staying in, you know, they're going halfway across the country. But right. yeah, it's and I could see, I could see this team kind of just going on cruise control. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being like a field goal game, uh, and kind of like what I was what I mentioned when I covered Lions and Packers, when I say a field goal game, it's not necessarily, oh, it's they, that they've struggled, but like I could see Panthers being up 10 points and mm-hmm. then a garbage net touchdown. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, man. I don't know. I, don't, I got nothing else. I got nothing. I think we covered what we needed to cover. It's our nice, easy pod of the week. So if you have any final thoughts, Aaron, by all means, speak them now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> I think I'm good here. I'm, I'm ready to watch watch some Thursday night football. I know the Texans, but that'll be my first time watching the Panthers on TV. So I'm yeah, excited for it. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited for the game for that reason, to actually get to watch, uh, really sit and watch the Panthers. You know, I see them on the red zone shit like that, but to actually get to see uh, a full game of them and really get to study them, that'll be nice. So, all right. Thanks, everyone, for joining, for listening. And we'll be back again Thursday to cover that Panthers and Texans game and to look forward to this Sunday. Alright everyone, from the Mad Chatter and the Salary Captain, until next time, ta-ta for now!